What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel. It is a great time as it is July 3rd. We are just getting into July. Happy 4th, everybody, for those who celebrate. And I can't think of a what better way to talk about getting ready to talk about America's independence than talk about fantasy football, right? And we are right now in the midst of best ball mania. Scott Fishbowl drafts have begun to kick off and redraft season is officially underway. Now with redraft formats, there are three things we always talk about. It is sleepers, it is busts, and it is breakouts. And today on the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel, I'm bringing you guys my top five fantasy football breakouts. These five players are ready to take a huge step forward this season and really outperform their ADP where they're going in drafts. First player on this list I have is Rashad Bateman, the cover boy of this video. Rashad Bateman didn't play an NFL snap until week six in 2021, but then he had an over 70% of the snaps. Uh, he didn't receive over 70% of the snaps until week 15, which of course was after Lamar Jackson was ruled out for the season. But Rashad Bateman has 145 targets vacated with the departure of Hollywood Brown. If you count the running backs and you count the other players that have now departed like Sammy Watkins, there is a whopping over 220 targets ready for him to play with. You add in the fact that he's had a full offseason to work with the now healthy Lamar Jackson. If you look at his route running data from Matt Harmon at, prayer, at um, Reception Perception, you'll see that he's elite at many different routes. He's somebody that's going to be the number one in this Ravens offense and be able to command a bunch of targets and make a big step forward in year two. Talking about big steps forward, let's talk about Michael Pittman Jr., who's entering year three and should be viewed as a legitimate alpha wide receiver one based on his accomplishments in 2021. He was third in routes run per dropback at 96%, trailing only Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, fourth in contested catches, eighth in target share, and had a 31% target share just from weeks 13 to 18, an overall 25% target share on the season. He had 88 catches for 1,082 yards and six touchdowns on the season. And the only reason he didn't finish higher than a back end or high end wide receiver two, I should say, is because the Colts ranked 29th in pass play rate and 27th in pass attempts. You know, have a more trustworthy quarterback coming in with Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, who should immediately be able to make those passing numbers go up with a more competent quarterback and with the big step forward, I expect Michael Pittman Jr. to take and arguably the best quarterback he's played within of his career. I do think that Michael Pittman should be talked about as a legit top 12 wide receiver going into this season. That again, that is Michael Pittman Jr. Our next player we're going to talk about on this list, a player that missed his entire rookie season, Travis Etienne. Now, Travis Etienne, let's start with the fact that there's no Urban Meyer there anymore. That already is a win in my book. Now you have that basically after missing his entire rookie season with his Liz Frank injury, he has fellow running back James Robinson questionable to start the year as he recovering from a December Achilles tear. I don't expect him to start the year and the competition there is not great. You also have the Trevor Lawrence and ATN connection at Clemson where he scored 78 touchdowns and averaged over 125 yards per scrimmage in his three seasons there. He's terrific in space, he's a great pass catcher, and 
he has a chance to give you RB1 level production if he's able to get the 20 touches I assume per game he could get in this Jaguars offense if James Robinson isn't ready to go. Again, I'm very excited with Doug Peterson, the new head coach of the Jags, is going to bring to this table and, and develop Trevor Lawrence in his second year. Travis Etienne should be ready to uh, outperform his ADP by a significant margin. My next player on this list is our first quarterback. That's Trey Lance. At the very least, you know with Trey Lance, he's going to be a rushing machine. Uh, Konami code quarterback, as it's called in fantasy football. But he also has Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle as pass catchers with Kyle Shanahan's playbook. That's about as good as you're going to get in today's NFL. It's also, he could be further along in passing than we realize as even though he kind of had a redshirt free uh, season as his freshman year in the NFL, he had a broken finger he was playing with on his throwing hand all season, which did not come out until the season was over. But let's not forget in 2021 what we saw from Trey Lance in a limited sample. In six games last season, he averaged 8.5 yards per pass attempt with, eight, with five touchdowns and two interceptions, also rushing for 168 yards and a touchdown. And his final two, his final start of two during week 16 against the Texans, we saw Lance's potentials. He threw for 249 yards and two scores and added 31 rushing yards. This is a player that's going to give you 20 fantasy points weekly if he stays healthy and gives you that same type of rushing upside that we expect from him and, and could be a QB1 and I don't think it would shock very many people in the fantasy space if he lives up to his full potential. The last player, Cole Komet. Tight end 21 last year, despite not catching a single touchdown. He secured at least five targets in each of his final seven games and was already second on the team in target percentage and first in red zone percentage last year. No tight end, I think, could make a bigger relevancy in terms of where they finished from last year to this year than Cole Komet. And without Jimmy Graham on the roster, who's a touchdown machine, it's something I think is going to be very exciting. Now, Komet's 17% target share alone was seventh among tight ends, and he finished with the most fantasy points under expectation than any other tight end in the NFL, minus 36.6. Now, we've seen players like Dawson Knox in the past get that title and then emerge this season, so I think that means it's Cole Komet's turn to have a breakout. If you're kind of concerned, let's take a look at Kyle Pitts who had one touchdown last year, but 68 catches on 110 targets and a touchdown. We saw Cole Komet have 60 catches for 93 on 93 targets and zero touchdowns. Cole Komet should be the number two in this offense as Vilas Jones Jr. is the only other really relevant pass catcher brought in. Byron Pringle's there. There's no reason it can't be Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet show here. I think Cole Komet has a very good chance to finish as a tight end one and potentially a top seven or eight tight end this year is how I'm ranking him, right around tight end eight. Cole Komet should be ready to make a big step forward this season in 2022. Those are my top five fantasy football breakouts for the 2022 season. Is there one I forgot that I should have put in this video? If, if you think so, please put down in the comments below who I missed. If you disagree with any of the players I put in there as well, let me know in the comments below. I feel really good about these players i think these players are the ones that have had the experience they have some coaching or, or personnel changes that are going to allow them to fully flourish this season and i'm excited because we are about two months away from football i'm so excited i'm so pumped and triple play fantasy is going to be dropping so much fantasy football content to get you ready for the season there's no reason to go anywhere else thanks you guys for watching and we'll catch you on